Waka Waka and welcome to Subcultured, a podcast exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your resident, Jake Brennan, and I'm joined today by fellow funny enthusiast, Joanna Graham. Uh, trying to think of something a clown would say, I can't think of anything. Hello! <laughs> Too late, Ben Hyman's. My favourite balloon animal is the snake. Oh. And finally, Jacob Abbott. Oh, why do I get such a sad one? Do, 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 do. That's the uh, clown national anthem for you. <laughs> wow, good to know. And you got the long one, Jazz, because it just said <laughs> fart squeak. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you gave me the long one. <laughs> I gave you the long squeak. So, guys, when was the last time you saw a bona fide, big size 18 wearing, big red nose brandishing, multicoloured spectrum hair loving clown? Hmm. I don't think I've seen a clown in the last couple of decades. Like in, in like face to face, not just like on the telly box. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think wow. I've seen a clown in person for a long, long time. Not since like primary school days, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Oh wait, no, when I went to Centre Parks, I did some clowning. You Ooh. did clowning? I briefly did clown training for like a day. Why are we only now hearing about it? I was going to say, this what? is just like last episode where it's like, oh yeah, by the way, it turns out that my dad's a witch. We find out <laughs> three quarters of the way into a podcast about witches. And now it's, oh, it turns out I'm a clown. You reveal to us. I'm not a clown. I've just done a, a couple of days of clown training. My parents' friend was a clown and he taught me some stuff. And I also happened to do a day of clown training at school on the school trip. <laughs> you're, you're practically a clown. You could probably go for clown college nah i'm i'm really bad i'm really really bad and your clown phd (laughs) they had a unicycle that you could try and i gave it a go and that's the only time i ever want to be anywhere near one wheel ever (laughs) it was horrifying any less than two and it's it's just a crippling fear yeah two good one bad Oh, well well i bring up clowns because as you've already guessed viewer today's episode is going to be based on Clowns! And as you all know, I am one who is down to clown, as the young kids say, which makes me, for once, your resident expert on the subject. Quote-unquote, not actually an expert. So you're not actually a clown? Well, hmm, I was a clown for a photo shoot once. That's not being a clown. No. No. He's legally obliged to tell you he's not a real clown. (laughs) Unfortunately, by legal law, I cannot say that I am a clown. I'm down to clown, though. But I do not have the registered qualifications, nor am I signed up to the appropriate global services to call myself a clown. Not even by an insult. I think we could call you it as an insult. I think we could. I think we could all do it. <laughs> yeah, none of us none of us went for that really easy joke there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, being a clown ain't bad. I mean, I'd love to be a clown. I think you would be a great clown, genuinely. Mm, Out of everyone oh, I've yeah. ever met, you would be the best clown I know because you're so good with, like, everyone. Like, I've never oh. seen someone you don't get on with and can't oh. talk to. And you're good with kids and you're good with adults and you're very, like, funny and entertaining. You're very high energy. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of anyone else better. He's kind of got the hair for it if he grows it he out. He has got the hair for it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I do have the thick, froey locks. All I need to do is just bleach it rainbow diet i could get like a a wig but i feel that's cheating oh yeah exactly if you got it flaunt it anyway for your average viewer who has not lived in the 90s as horrifying as it was a clown is a comedic performer often found in children's shows at fairs in circuses the clown was something that predates the young kids put on a mask 
get a knife and start walking up and down highways at the middle of the night. <laughs> We're focusing more on the classic clown, or at least, you know, some aspects of what clowning is. So what is a clown? I am so happy you asked that on cue, because today, (laughs) rather than get you all in the subcultured bus and drive you to who knows where and drop your bodies off in what knows ditch, I'm taking you all to Clown Court. Clown Court? Do you think we can uh, give a license to the Judge Judy theme? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's how it goes. It was a good effort. It was like Um, she was in the room. It's like she's right here. So, yes, rather than going for our usual exploring da-da-da-da-da, what we're going to do is all go to Clown Court, in which I, Judge Squeaky Pants, will uh, sit you all down, and you will bring to me what you think who may or may not be a clown. And then we will decide, are they a clown, aren't they a clown? Because the word clown is thrown around a lot recently. And I think in Clown Court, it's our moral duty to find out who is and isn't a clown. Because I'm not a clown. And I would be a liar if I said I was a clown. But I am a clown judge. But not really. So, again, what, what is a clown? <laughs> like, what do you have to do to be regarded as a clown? Are there particular criteria you have to meet? Qualifications, perhaps? Yeah, skills. Do you have to do it professionally? Or can you be an amateur clown? Is it state of mind? Well... Clown is a very open-ended spectrum. I mean, as we all know, the classic clown, the classic Western clown, is your usual guy in a white face paint, big smiley lips, big shoes and a red nose, which is a very cliche Hollywood representation of what a clown is. When really, clown isn't necessarily about a look, it's a lot more about a style. Like We, uh, we had a, um, an expert friend of yours, Joe, who is actually a clown, who really put it into lovely words that clowning is a form of comedy. Like, ballet has so many different subsections under it, so does clowning. To a point where, if you look at certain, like, comedians, for example, say Jim Carrey, Mr. Bean, you could argue that they are clowns, because they are very slapstick comedy, they're very expressionative, which is kind of what clowning is. Hang on, so you're saying Mr. Bean is a clown? Mr. Bean can very fundamentally be a clown. Taken to this clown court, I will happily put my gavel down that Mr. Bean is up for debate of being a clown. You just said he was a clown. You, well, you're the expert. You know what? How about we bring the expert in? Would we all rise for the right honourable Judge Squeaky Pants? It's an audio podcast, but I assume we're all yeah, stood up. Yeah, we're all standing up. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely. Wonderful stuff. I will just come into the room. I know you can't see this, but I'm putting my, my red nose on. I've actually got some big shoes. He's a cat director. Come in. I'm coming in. There we go. There we go. Okay. Everyone take your seats. Assuming you've all taken your seats. Yeah. Yeah. So, as the Right Honourable Judge Squeaky Pants, I would like to bring to order whether or not we can discuss that Mr. Bean is a clown. So, some basic criteria of clowning as a principle, being very expressionative and very comical, which we can all agree Mr. Bean is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. But at the same time, Mr. Bean doesn't wear face makeup. He is not a particular classic clown in that sense. Now, this is what I was going to ask, actually. Do you need, like, a red nose in order to be an official clown? Yeah, is is there an official uniform for clowning? Ah, well, there is and is not. There are terminologies of who would be what type of clown. But I think the attitude of clown doesn't begin and end at makeup. It definitely makes part of a clown. So you could almost tally Mr. Bean 
down as not being as much of a clown because he obviously does not have the aesthetic. He does not have the look and feel. But at the same time, he still shares the characteristic traits of being the fool, quote-unquote, being very expressionative with his arms and legs and other things, as well as having a funny nose and a really funny voice. (laughs) That's true. That's very true. So, for example, if this was our tester case, Mr. Bean, who would like to argue for or against Mr. Bean being a clown? Well, I would argue against, but I feel you've already said that he's definitely a clown. I don't want to take on the the losing side. Mm, Don't want to take on the judge. Don't want to take (laughs) on the judge. Okay, I may have jumped the gun and maybe decide. Okay, so we're all agreeing. Court is adjourned. Mr. Bean is a clown. He he definitely performs clowny acts. Yeah. He is very clowny. He has the clown car. Okay, so what? He's a clown because he has a clown car and because he kind of does, like, he falls over and stuff and is silly? Like, that's all you need to do? Mmm, there's a lot of micro things in as well. Because, again, the clown has never, ever been about just the makeup. You could argue that it is about the act, the entertainment. You've got to remember, back in the day, if you look as far back as ancient China, during the Zhao dynasty, clowns were just fools, and court jesters were just people who wore funny hats. And Mr. Bean's tie is pretty stupid. (laughs) Savage. So what you're saying is our kind of modern interpretation of the clown is, well, a modern thing. So it's, it's the act of a sort of slapstick comedy, but physical elements of it that make the clown classification. Mm, indeed it is. Let's bring on the next case. Mr. Bean, we have happily decided, is a clown, based on my dictatorship ruling that <laughs> is law slash not really law. I'm not an expert, nor a clown, but at the same time, it's law now. Someone give me another clown. Well, this is maybe a bit early, but maybe we should uh, address the murderous elephant in the room. John Wayne Casey. John Wayne Casey, bringing to the stand. See, this is the thing, because technically he was a clown, because he was Pogo the clown, famously. But surely the point of a clown is to bring joy, slapstick, happiness, and he mm. murdered people. So does that but disqualify him? did he him? murder people on his job as a clown? Like, I think if, as long as he didn't do the murdering while he was also being a clown, that's okay. Some kind of twisted work-life balance. Yeah, like, same as like how, you know, obviously as a doctor, you can, mm. you know, you're not supposed to do any harm, but like, you could still go and stab someone, couldn't you, while you're like, off duty? Yeah, but at the same time, if clown's like, almost like a way of life, are you always a clown? Ah, well, bringing in the actual law, John Wayne Casey actually um, murdered people in his clown getup. So oh, he was an acting clown. clown. Yeah. And not only did he break the actual law, the silly fluffy law, he also broke the comedic Clowns of America Code of Ethics law. Ooh. Oh, is this similar to like the Doctors Do No Harm, like you said, to the Clowns of Their Own version of that? Indeed, America has their own unique special rules for anyone who registers as a clown, and one of those is to not perform any harm or stain the reputation of a clown. So does that mean like you can get excommunicated from like the clown town, the guild uh, of clowns? Yeah, the, the American guild of clowns, definitely. There's actually eight rules which are quite strict, but also pretty common. If you break one of these rules, then you are out. You are not officially a registered clown of America. So are these slightly like the Ten Commandments? Sort of like that, yeah. Number one is basically just be a good boy, do no harm. Number two is do your makeup professionally, no sloppy stuff. Number three, don't drink alcohol nor smoke illegal substances or smoking in general. Yeah, that's yeah. that's good advice. I think anything mm. to do with children, generally, that should be a rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Number four, I will uh, remove my makeup and change into my street clothes as soon as my appearance and act is done. Oh, so your curly hair would actually be a bit of a problem then if you decided to keep that as your clown look. 
it's like when you wear your school uniform out to like the local village and you go and buy fish and chips on your lunch break when you're not supposed to and then the, the teachers are all like no that's really mm. bad because you're setting a bad example for the school exactly that exactly that except that the school can't revoke your membership of being a student no no so in terms of our final verdict john wayne casey is he a clown unfortunately as he has broken the law not only you know the law but clown law i will have to rule that he is not a clown he forfeited that right excommunicated ex-clown-municated ex-clown-municated <laughs> it is settled i have a question about if someone is a clown then okay are the chuckle brothers clowns next up to the stand the chuckle brothers <gasps> Is that oh. them walking in? That's them walking in. <laughs> to me, to you, to me, to you. Just to me now. Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. What a downer. I mean, I know I've brought up John Wayne Gacy, but that's a downer, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, John Wayne murdered people. That's one thing. But the Chuckle Brothers, that hits home. Mm-hmm. That hits too real. Okay, so are the Chuckle Brothers clowns? Because I would argue they are clowns because, I mean, if Mr. Bean is a clown, then surely they are clowns because they mm. are also physically very silly. Yeah, you could argue that, yes, they are a clown because they perform, but they'd never do the makeup. They've never done... Um, you said that, that doesn't matter. Yeah, ne- neither did Mr. True. Bean. It's this idea of TV clowns, I think, where they don't put on a clown makeup, but it's still very much a costume, isn't it? It's the character they play on TV. The like, trope. Rowan Atkinson is not Mr. Bean when he gets out of the studio, really. So more evidence that he is a clown. Ah, uh, yes, they would be considered character clowns, in which there are clowns that play particular characters. Then again, character clowns mainly focused on I'm a policeman, I'm a... I think anyone does it anymore, but I'm a hobo. Well, in their TV show, they were kind of like handymen. Yeah, idiots as well. Mm. Is, mm. That, is that a profession? Idiot? <laughs> that's what clowns are, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's like professional what, idiots. Yeah. That's what we do for a living. Damn it, Jabs. Oh. <laughs> but the Chuckle Brothers smoked. Oh. So, but counterpoint to that, they smoked in secret. Ooh. Oh. And I only know that because my boss at my first job was a photographer for a paper in Lincolnshire. And when he was a teenager, he managed to snap a photo of them having a sneaky cigarette. Oh my god. And they were like, please delete that. Don't show anyone. They're a very <laughs> wholesome image. Now, that's their actual name, isn't it? This is me as a living adult man, not gauging whether or not the Chuckle Brothers were actually Chuckle or Brothers. <laughs> I mean, is that just their stage name? Well, they've got the same last name because it's Barry and Paul Elliot, so... They don't certainly look related, don't they? Yeah. Okay, because I was going to argue that it doesn't count over to the EU side, but by American law, after you are done, you have to remove your attire. Like, Rowan Atkinson isn't Mr. Bean after he's off stage, whilst the Chuckle Brothers, are they always just them? Hmm. I guess it depends on, do you mean, like, in private, or do you mean when someone comes up to them and they have to then go back into the characters? Can you ever really know? Mm. Where does the chuckle end and the brother begin? <laughs> but like, you could argue that Rowan Atkinson, even though he's not Mr. Bean in his spare time, he essentially looks like him. He's got the same face. Mm. When you see Rowan Atkinson versus Mr. Bean, it's a very different personality. Mr. Yeah. Bean's very wobbly, whilst Rowan Atkinson's yeah. very stood still. Mm. A lot more refined. A lot more refined. Except for when he's in his car accidents. Oh. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> Wicked burn. <laughs> a history context, he crashed a car once and was like... Actually, I think it was like five times. <laughs> oh my god. He's like a terrible boy <laughs> racer. He's such a dick. 
Maybe he <laughs> is Mr. Bean then, because that's what Mr. Bean always did. In- <laughs> yeah. So are the Chocolate Brothers clowns then? Hmm. I'm going to say yeah. They're very silly. And if I remember right, in their old TV show, didn't they get like hit in the face of pies and stuff quite a lot? Oh, yeah. they do have classic pie Again, factor. a lot of slapstick comedy. Mm. Yeah. They do a lot of classic gags. Okay, in which case, I'm going to put my gavel down and declare that the Chuckle Brothers are clowns. Hey! Hooray. And the whole room applauds. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll put some background music. Ah. <laughs> you mentioned character clowns. So that's one of them. What are other types of clowns? You've got Joey's, which is a kind of terminology for like every clown, which apparently comes from Joseph Grindali. I'm definitely saying that wrong. Who was like the predated first ever clown. Like he's the clown in modern day times. He's the patient zero. He is. He was the first clowny clown. And so much of a clowny clown that people now refer to clowns in a kind of slang terminology as Joey's. Hmm. Fun fact, there's a church in England where he is buried where you can actually dance on his grave. Oh, Aww, that's nice. Wait, does he encourage that? or? Yeah, that apparently was hmm. part of the installation that he wanted people to dance on his grave. <laughs> wow. And then after that, you have an entire hierarchy of clowns. Like the clown mafia. Almost like that, yeah. So at the top of the pyramid, you've got white-faced clowns. These are like the ringleader of a clowner, quote-unquote, posse, if Disappointing you that white supremacy continues even in the clowning community. It does. Unfortunately, blackface clowns is even worse. You can't really win in that situation. No, but I think any sort of blackface anything is not going to be seen as a positive term. The origins I can't seem to really find as to where it came from. I'm assuming it's because the characters predominantly had to have white faces as clearly the classic clown. I would guess it's to do with, like... Similar with Greek chorus theatre, the idea of you have this exaggerated face so the audience at the very back of the arena can ah. see it. Well, that's a grotesque clown, oh. uh, which I will get into uh, later down the pecking order. Well, that seems mean. <laughs> that, well, there's a lot of mean things, but being a clown is rolling with the punches. So under the white clown, if you would refer to myself as the white clown of subculture, under oh. that you have the Augustes. I'm probably saying that wrong as well. Uh, And these are, quote-unquote, playing second banana to the white face. And these are normally clumsy and sort of very humble and rather sort of adorable clowns that are just there to kind of, like, ease up the serious and make things look nice and pretty and to kind of bolster the the white face clown. I'm so confused. (laughs) Yeah, oh, this goes very deep. So we've got top of the pyramid, white clown. Next level down, his kind of Starscream companion, the Augustes. (laughs) Next level down from that are character clowns. So character clowns being clowns that particularly play a role. So a policeman or... The slapstick handyman that we've seen. Slapstick handyman, the chuckle brother, if you will. But then under that, you have carpet and clown stops. Now, a carpet clown or a clown stop are people who more or less fill the gaps, whose role is to fill the gap in a show. It's only a term that comes from the idea that Whilst the main clowns were doing their bits and were having to kind of go and go away and move uh, to the next set, there'd be a bunch of kind of like funny men that would come in, roll out the red carpet for the following act, go around the stage, get a few laughs and giggles. Are these the kind of the balloon animal makers and handkerchief up your sleeve kind of guys? Yeah, they're the fluffers. They're the clown fluffers <laughs> of the theatre. Did you have to call them that? Yes. I feel like I do. Um <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
so as I mentioned before, there are different categories of clown in terms of their facial makeup. Granted, a clown may not always have makeup, but ones that do can be broken down to three core categories. The first, the European style clown. Now these clowns don't normally wear a great deal of makeup. They may just be lipstick, it may be eye paint, it may be patchworks uh, on part of their faces. It's quite clean. It's apparently quite a European thing. So sort of going back to jesters where it wasn't sort of over-exaggerated as it were. Okay. Following from that, you have the neat style clown, which I think is the sort of stuff like mimes, people with white faces, but very sort of minimal makeup on there. And then last but not least, grotesque style. So this is kind of exaggerating the features, making your smiles look bigger, your eyes look wider, you know, your children more terrified. (laughs) The example they've given me on this research just says Ronald McDonald. Oh, okay. Right, okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you kind of get the hierarchy of different clowns, and you've also kind of got the various different types of clowns and what they wear. It's very interesting because a lot of this terminology really pulls me back to, like, wrestling terms yeah well, it's the same background isn't it yeah the clowns came from the kind of on the road performing acts and i think wrestling again it, it, like you joe you're the expert on that but you <laughs> that is wrestling's origins isn't it yeah absolutely it's the carnival mm. and i guess it makes sense because when you watch wrestling it's sometimes a lot of wrestling shows are kind of laid out a bit like a circus performance would be mm. and then you've got like the comedy act and then you've got kind of like the more tragic one or the more physical event and stuff like that a lot of terms used in wrestling are also used on like carnivals mm. like oh, mark yeah. and heel and face and stuff like that yeah there's actually a few clown terms for different stage directions like the business the gags the bits the uh, the entrees and the side dishes they're apparently uh for people in the biz hmm. and my favorite one the blow-off oh What's that involve? That's the end of a gag. So the pants falling down, the pie in the face, the end of the little build-up would it's be like the It's like a punchline, but physical. Yeah. And then the, uh, the fluffer clowns come in and fluff you up ready for the next bit. <laughs> yes, they do. Interestingly, a group of clowns... Actually, have a little guess of what you would call a group of clowns. Ooh. Is that a murder, is it? Like a murder of clowns? <laughs> a murder of clowns, mm. No, yeah. Casey put an end to that. Is it a posse of clowns? <laughs> it is not a posse of clowns. Uh, a... A comedy? A nope, not a school, nor a comedy. A car? Car of clowns? No. And they've got the old car clown car. Clowns. No. They are an alley of clowns. Never would have guessed that. <laughs> kind of conjures up some very sinister images in my head. <laughs> yeah. Well, back in the day, clowns would always get dressed and have their backstage in an alleyway. Oh, oh. okay. So it is kind of sad, but now they have, like, dressing rooms and stuff, but a dressing room of clowns doesn't really fit as well, does it? What I was picturing in my head was clowns getting dressed, getting ready to clown, and congregating in random alleys around the city, Mm. and you turn a corner late at night, you wouldn't really know where you're going, and all of a sudden you're confronted with 15 clowns. (laughs) Mid-makeup. Mid-makeup, just putting on a show just for you as you try and get through the alleyway to where you're trying to get to. Before we cap this off, and before I declare a, um, what's a court mannerism for a break... Recess? Uh, recess? Yeah, yeah. Recess. recess. I don't know. It's clown court. We don't have terms. <laughs> I don't make this shit up. Yeah, it's silly. Don't worry about it. Duh. <laughs> but capping off the idea of your question, Javs, which is probably way back into the recording now, <laughs> but let's specifically look at different character clowns. So you've obviously got your regular white face, grotesque clowns, your classic Western clown, if you would. You've also got mimes. You have rodeo clowns, which is a very American face thing, which is a uh, a European face clown riding a bull. You've got your classic modern day creepy clown. 
which isn't necessarily an official clown. Are you talking about the sort of people who who take the visuals of a clown and apply it to like a Halloween costume? Like I remember, wasn't there like the trend a few years back of people dressing up as clowns and then staging crimes and mm. stuff to try and scare yeah. passersby? Yeah. Hanging around in forests. Ah, uh, yes, the classic 2016 clown panic. 2016 was it that long ago? It was that long ago. God. At what point did clowns become scary? I think it was it. Like my parents had the book It. And I remember them telling me, don't go anywhere near it. It's really scary. Don't even look at the cover. <laughs> I believe it was a, a slight progression. And then over the years, more and more, it's progressively gotten a little bit creepier, a little bit sexier to make clowns scary. So much so that I would argue that it's not stopped evolving with our generation because after the 2016 clown panic, Playboy, our good wholesome friend, reported a 213% increase in clown searches across their various different networks hmm. because people find scary sexy how about on that bombshell we take this to recess so i can get myself another squeaky mallet that this one this one <laughs> broke <laughs> sorry guys i just assumed you were squeaking your nose every time no i i mean i can't afford the good stuff come on this is clown core i don't get paid good for this money Wait, you can afford a clown gavel, but not a clown nose. It's a dog toy, and <laughs> no, this is a civil public servant service. You don't get paid lots for this. Not at clown court or clown law. It's a very <laughs> unlucrative business. And now adjourned for recess. Get the fuck out of my court. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was such a great anecdote I just did about the subject that we're doing an episode on today. Wow, absolutely hilarious. That was a cracker. Oh, uh, anyway, beside me being hilarious and definitely not pre-recording this, I wanted to talk to you about Subculture's social media. Did you know we had a social media? I run the damn podcast and I had no clue at all, but apparently we do at Subculture Cast on Instagram and Twitter, where we just decide to make memes about things related to the episode subject, whatever that may be. This isn't a placeholder. Next to that, you could also find Subculture on your podcast platform of choice, minus Google. Not going to give you a reason why I don't have one in the script. And did you know that we're also part of the podcast network, Podcramps, at www.podcramps.com, along with other really amazing content-driven podcasts, like the Attitude Era podcast, How To Wrestling, Cinema Swirl, It's Fucking Raw or some shit like that. I don't know. Or you can just listen to us again. Because we love them views. I really love them views. Did you know we have an episode about about something? Another subject of choice that's really popular in the media right now? I didn't, and I found it hilarious when I did. So go do that now. i got to get back to the bus. Because, you know, I've left people in the back in the boot. So I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Excuse me, Jake. <laughs> I absolutely love this sound. Oh. Pardon you. Sorry, new gavel's just a bit... Needs some loosening up, does it? There we go. There we are. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. New gavel works perfectly fine. Definitely isn't just a new app. <laughs> lovely stuff. Okay, so everyone take your seats. Get mine. Get very cosy. Cool. So does anyone have another clown to bring to the court? Yes, I do. Ooh, rise. Go forth. My next defendant I would like to bring forward is the Honourable Gordon Ramsay. Oh, interesting, interesting. Oh, that's a good one. And we do love a bit of Gordon. Now, we know it's a character. 
We know it's yeah. put on, yeah. at least to a point. Like, he's obviously an angry man, but it's turned up for the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just got to watch him when he does the kids' version of a show. Exactly, mm. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That's a very different side of the coin, isn't it? Also, if you watch Kitchen Nightmares in the UK compared to Kitchen Nightmares in the US, he's like literally two different characters. <laughs> he's like Jekyll and Hyde. He properly turns it up for the US. I can see that. It is all very extreme. It's where the grotesque clown originated from. Gordon Ramsay. Uh, not Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, no, no, but that, that was a good funny. Thanks. I like that. Thank you. I like, I like validation and compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Ben and Jacob were as supportive as you, oh. Jake. Oh. I wish everyone just said, oh. Joe, that was a funny, amusing anecdote. <laughs> it didn't make me laugh, but I did register it as an am- amusing comment. I, I appreciate you, Joe. There you go. Yes, I would applaud, but it would peak the mic out. So, you know, (laughs) for professional reasons, I won't clap at the moment, but later, later. Order, order, order. Oh, no, the squeaky mouth's gone again. Hold on. I need to get my burka. Order. (laughs) But in terms of Gordon Ramsay, I'm willing with the what we know of Gordon that he entertains. He, well, that's the thing. Does he take as well as he gives, though? Yes, because he was in that spoof show about Kitchen Nightmares, or about whatever it was, the other oh, one, Hotel yes. Hell, and he played himself being a total dick. And you know that famous viral clip of him calling someone an idiot sandwich? Yeah. And he puts them between two slices of bread. That's from that spoof. Ah, okay. Oh, I generally thought that was legit. I know. No, it's not. <laughs> so he can make fun of himself. He does realise it's a character. Okay, with that, I'm willing to rule that Gordon Ramsay is a clown. Hooray. Actually, now that I think hey. about it, he's basically a character clown because he's a chef. Yeah. You're, you're completely right, Jacob. Yes. There you go. Learning stuff already. I'm so Hooray. proud of you. I wanted to know, because I heard this as a rumour, is it true that when you want to trademark your face paint as a clown, you have to paint your design on a special egg? <gasps> oh, yes. I was looking forward to this. So... That is true. That is not a rumor. That is an actual thing that exists. This only applies to the Clowns International Group. So again, this is a subsect of clowns. So imagine worldwide, you have arguably hundreds of global organizations. Some are massive, some are tiny. But for the Clowns International, at Trinity Church in London, they have a small section in their uh, museum where they have up to 250 eggs with clown faces painted on them. And if you were ever part of the Clowns International, you had to, as a kind of unwritten law of copyright, either send in a picture of your face or paint your makeup on an egg and have it sent there and hope to God that it didn't break during (laughs) transit. So was it what, like a hard-boiled egg or a raw egg? It doesn't go into detail. I'd like to think they're hard-boiled or hollowed out. I think so, Because the practice has been going on since 1946. Hmm. So some of them eggs probably ain't in great condition. (laughs) Apparently only 50 of them, in fact, are on display. Actually, if you want to go look at them, the artist who paint them made a book called The Clown Egg Register. Wow, what a book. That's a great title. It's exactly what you think, and it looks quite interesting. He does a lovely job at kind of painting these little horrifying clown faces on eggs. (laughs) But why an egg of all things? I mean, photos are a thing. I mean, I guess it's silly. And a bit weird, like a clown, but... Welcome to the world of clowns. There's no, there's no sensibility to this. But this piece of information holds a special place in my heart, because this is the piece of information that I like to consider the seed of the subculture <laughs> podcast. This was... When you mentioned this, Jacob, 
that seed grew into this podcast because it was just so nuts. Well, surely it wasn't a seed, it was an egg. It was an yeah. egg. It was the egg. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was there. I just missed the punchline. I shouldn't be the white-faced clown. Wasn't it you missed a blowout, not a punchline? Come on, Jake. I missed oh. the blowout. Get, get, with oh. the, get with the times. Getting schooled. <laughs> now the students have become the master. So... I'm guessing the whole point of painting the egg is in case someone else steals your kind of makeup design or costume design, you can then wave an egg in their face and go, no, I was the first one. <laughs> I, think, I think it almost was used in that sense of just like, you can't look like that. So and such has that face. Look at the eggs for inspiration of what everyone has. Because imagine then in the 1940s, there wasn't the internet. There was no book. There was no like, okay, so what can I use that other people haven't? They had to paint it on eggs just to be sure yeah and i guess back then as well i mean if you're a fireman clown if someone else does the same thing as you they're going to be taking your business how do you fit that many clowns into a car that small though well well i can tell you that it's uh, with great difficulty and with maximum effort fun fact the most clowns ever stuffed into a clown car was 31 in a citroen 2cv imagine the smell oh Imagine getting clown crotch in your face. Yummy, yummy clown crotch. No. <laughs> oh. I mean, we're, what, about an hour in? And we've not talked about vagus, wagus, bumholes, mumholes, and cumholes? <laughs> I was going to ask, actually. I mean, we've mentioned it briefly, but are clowns sexy? Would you fool around with a clown? <laughs> would you fool around with... At the end, would you be perfectly okay in just hearing done <laughs> oh god i mean it's such an easy cream pie joke to be made but i, oh, I can't bring myself to say it wow, mm, wow. yeah i'm going there <laughs> it gives the term gag a whole new meaning <laughs> at least you know if you're a lady who loves a clown at the end of it when it comes to the cleanup process we'll put it down to but just handkerchiefs mm. keep on coming you know you're going to be fine mm. this is the thing i imagine it'd be very annoying be of a clown because if it's like oh yeah. do you have protection it would just be like the handkerchief just yeah. end this combo <laughs> if you're using it first and you just go oh for god's sake and what about sexy male clowns have we got any of them because um, i don't think i've seen any of those i mean you do get those this is probably a bit uh judging me but those those weirdos online who um <laughs> who like pennywise oh yeah i guess Oh but yeah. He's not like even if people would argue that he's sexy, mm. he's not sexualized mm. in the oh, way uh. that some <laughs> female clowns are sexualized. Before this episode, Jacob shared with us a very interesting image, uh, which I think proves you wrong. So this is just kind of Pennywise without his pantaloons, wearing what looks like to be some sort of black thong, looking like he's about to twerk it and throw ass, <laughs> with a lovely little bit of ball sack just kind of hanging. Mm. In the skin. Perched, perched in the pouch, I believe would be the term to use. Yeah, and at the size it says, we're all thick down here. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lovely amount of shine on the cheeks. It's very not his ass. And let's end off with a very fun, wholesome question. What kind of clown would you like to be? Ooh. Mm. Based on everything you've learnt today. Hmm. Would you be grotesque? Would you be a character, a rodeo, sexy clown? You've got to go for the original, haven't you? Surely you're grotesque. The other ones are interesting, but I mean, let's be honest, no one cares about those clowns in the mainstream. It's all about the classic. Those clowns. clowns. Mm. (laughs) What about you, Ben? What would you be? (sighs) Difficult to say, really. Listen to your heart. I'm listening to my heart, and 
I'd like to think lots of practical effects. Maybe eat one of the fireman clowns, you know, that you, you see the old-timey circuses. Ah. I said the old-timey circuses. I imagine current circuses might <laughs> still have the fireman clown gag as well. What about you, Joe? What kind of clown would you like to be? I think I'd be a sexy clown. Ooh. But, like, also a grotesque sexy clown. Oh, that's a, that's a nice niche. Yeah. Like, really exaggerated. Because I'm gross and sexy. That's my brand. <laughs> that's how the sexy genre of a clowns works. Scary, gross, sexy. Yeah. I, myself, personally, would probably go for a bit more of a humble, European, very light face makeup, but more focused in the world of comedy clown. We could try and uh, verify those results scientifically, because that's what we're all about here, is getting the facts. And uh, we could very quickly just run through this, what type of clown are you quiz? Ooh! Ooh. Let's do it all together, gang, as a team. Oh, no. All right, what do people get? <laughs> I'm a character clown. Ooh. You are highly specialised. You have a good grasp on your clown personality and profession. You work hard and are a recognisable figure. I'm a character uh, clown too. Look at us go. High five. <laughs> Jacob, what did you get? I'm the fool slash jester. The original oh. clown. You're respected and revered by others, which obviously true. But be careful. <laughs> Say something cringe and it's off of your head. <laughs> now, that's worryingly true, Jabs. <laughs> what, you're going to behead me in real life, are you? I mean, you are the living meme <laughs> among our friend group. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Uh, I unfortunately too got a character clown, which is represented by Ronald McNotterclown Donald. Yeah. We do not recognise this boy. <laughs> you have no power here. <laughs> <laughs> Marvellous. Well, I mean, that's kind of helped put us up to our who we really are, which makes me feel really quite sad. I don't want to be Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Let's up the turn with a nice squeaky fart noise. <laughs> And with that squeaky bombshell, let's call that here. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening to us and this incredible debauchery of uh, of clown history and for participating in Clown Court, uh, which I hope to see you all in one day for gross misconduct of being a clown. <laughs> Until then, we have been the Subcultured Board of Tourism, and we apologise for this message. <laughs> Thought you'd seen the last of me? Not bloody likely, you swines. You can find more from the ragtag bunch of hooligans by searching Subcultured Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Plus, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Subcultured on your podcast platform of choice. Subcultured is part of the Podcrabs Network at www.podcrabs.com. It is well good. There is a terminology for a female clown referred to as a clunt. Oh. oh.